MyFormosa has released its latest poll on Taiwan's presidential race. The DPP's Lai Qingde remains in the lead with 35.1% of the vote. Coming at at number two is the KMT's Hou Youyi with 32.5%, and the TPP's Ke Wenzhe is trailing in third place with 17%. The numbers differ quite a bit from a different poll conducted by True Number Survey Research and commissioned by the TPP. That poll puts Lai in the lead with 34.3%, followed by Ke with 24.5%, and leaving Hou in third place. Lai's campaign spokesperson Yao Liming says that with just about 30 days left until the election, Lai will give his all in the campaign trail. He adds that it certainly won't be an easy race for the DPP, as commonly claimed by the KMT and TPP. Lai Qingde's campaign office has released the third round of videos for the Lai Xiao ticket. The videos showcase Taiwan's accomplishments in international trade, democracy and economic rankings, and reaffirm the DPP's commitment to ensuring Taiwan remains a strong democracy that seeks to compete on the world stage. The third round of campaign videos for the Lai Xiao ticket have been released, allowing viewers to see how Taiwan is drawing on international ideals as it forges ahead on its path towards being a strong democracy recognized on the global stage. It's clear to see that during the height of the Mainjo era, Taiwan relied on China for 40% of its overall trade, but at this moment in time, that's been brought down to 34%. We've increased the amount of trade we do with the US and other countries around the world. We truly have our sights set on the world stage. As of right now, our agricultural products trade with China has gone down from 20% to 10%, and all of this is a result of the hard work we've put in during the last eight years. With President Tsai Ing-wen in her seventh year as president, Lai Qingde's campaign office shared some numbers that show the world has noticed Taiwan. In an evaluation by the magazine The Economist, Taiwan's democracy is ranked number one in Asia. It's also ranked number 21 for biggest economy in the world and number 18 in trade. The DPP says 2024 is a crucial juncture in whether Taiwan will either continue on its path towards the world or chum me up with China. Taiwan is on show for the world to see. We think it's a shame that the opposition party is only thinking about how to make Taiwan a nation that's a democracy in name only. We want to be a Taiwan that's part of the world, will be a country that competes with the world. So in terms of how we will create a hale and hearty path forward, the 2024 election will determine how we forge that path. The DPP is calling on the public to elect the right people in 2024 to take Taiwan down the right path so it continues its journey on the world stage. The Industrial Technology Research Institute on Monday held a forum focusing on industrial development and strategy in southern Taiwan. At the event, ITRI unveiled a regional strategic roadmap for 2024, taking into account trends in net zero emissions, electric vehicles, green energy and marine-based industries. Officials urged industries in southern Taiwan to be prepared for expansion driven by EVs and the marine industry. 
The Industrial Technology Research Institute on Monday held a forum on Southern Taiwan's industrial strategy. At the event, the institute unveiled its 2024 industrial strategy plan for Southern Taiwan. Trends such as the transition to net zero carbon emissions, the shift to electric vehicles and greener energy, and the market for ocean-related industries and blue carbon were highlighted as potential drivers for growth. Experts advise industry players to be ready. Trends point to a market for 14 million electric vehicles in 2030. As such, Taiwan's EV industry will bring about new development trends to southern Taiwan. The question is how to utilize these industrial clusters in a way that generates more benefits. The answer is interdisciplinary innovation, implementing things such as compound materials, semiconductors, and so on in electric vehicles. Developments in hydrogen vehicles could also provide opportunities for interdisciplinary innovation. As an industry think tank, ETRI has deployed 700 engineering experts to four parks in southern Taiwan. The policy aims to form a technological network that safeguards the competitiveness of southern Taiwan's industry. ETRI has also assumed the responsibility to coordinate collaboration between industry and academia in the south in order to promote industrial development in the region. One of the aspects we're focusing on in southern Taiwan is responding to developments in net zero sustainability. Net zero sustainability has become a very important issue for us, and it poses a huge challenge for our industries. So we hope that these technologies and projects that ETRI has established in the field of net zero sustainability can be applied to industries in southern Taiwan. With electric vehicles and marine-based industries as potential drivers for expansion, ETRI hopes technological developments will be able to nurture a future of economic growth for southern Taiwan. The city of Tainan was featured as one of 30 cities in the National Geographic's Coolest 2024. The article highlights 30 world cities that are especially in vogue right now and will be hot tourist destinations in 2024. Tainan is singled out for its rich history, famous street foods, and spectacular Beehive Fireworks Festival. Tainan celebrates its 400th birthday next year, and officials are keen to encourage more tourists to discover this unique gem on the West Coast. The Yanshui Beehive Fireworks Festival in Tainan marks the start of the Lantern Festival. Festival goers wear protective gear to walk safely through a storm of fireworks. The folk custom has been dubbed unforgettable by National Geographic magazine. National Geographic reports that Tainan celebrates its 400th birthday in 2024 as the oldest city in Taiwan. The former capital of Taiwan wears its wealth of history more clearly on its sleeve than its success at Taipei. This is the only Taiwanese city that made the coolest. They make a point of saying Tainan isn't about steel buildings, but about rich historic beauty. 400 years old is quite young. Tainan is younger than Scotland's Edinburgh at 900, or some French cities that are over 1,000 years old. But Tainan is so rich in culture and civilization, and has such a deep culture that's attracted the attention of the editor of National Geographic and many other travelers. That's an honor for us. Beloved actor Chen Shufang is a tourist ambassador for the city and took viewers on this tour of some of Tainan's delightful back alleys to learn about temple culture. Even supermodel Lin Zhiling, a Tainan native, held her wedding at Tainan Art Museum.
With its forts and towering temples, Tainan is full of historical charm. Everywhere you look is a beauty spot. We will continue to ensure that this capital of culture, fine dining, religion, and even brand new technologies leaves a deep impression on people who come to Tainan, as well as foreign friends who have never visited both online and in in-person visits, and to ensure the impression continues to improve. We will keep working hard on this. A major highlight of Tainan life are street foods like these danzai noodles with prawns. This is coffin bread. A bread bowl is hollowed out and filled with a creamy chowder, another Tainan specialty. People say, you have to get this, you have to get that at the night market. But our time is limited and we can't try everything. Singapore is more busy and bustling, but the local conditions and customs are better here, I think. People are kinder. Tainan is the only Taiwanese city to feature in the cool list, among world cities like New York. Locals hope it will help draw in more international tourists. One of the world's most famous architects will help design the National Children's Future Museum, which is to be Taiwan's first-ever children's cultural venue. Japanese architect Toyo Ito is considered to be a rock star in the field of architecture. He designed the National Taizong Theater and is a winner of the prestigious Pritzker Architecture Prize. His team will work in tandem with a local award-winning architectural firm, Mayo Architects. Vice Premier Zheng Wenchan and former Premier Su Zhenchang said, Constructions on the museum will begin in 2025. Our very own FTV reporter Stephanie Yang gives us the soup. Vice Premier Zheng Wenchan and former Premier Su Zhenchang listen intently as architects explain their conceptual designs. Renowned Taiwanese and Japanese architects have been selected to design Taiwan's National Children's Future Museum. The project was finalized during the tenure of former Premier Su Zhenchang, and now the contract has finally been completed. It will be jointly designed by Mayu Architects and Japan's Toyo Ito and Associates. It will be a cultural landmark in the future and will become an international museum for children in the future. I believe this museum can stimulate intelligence, creativity, imagination, and scientific and cultural abilities. I approached the Ministry of Culture, Taiwan Design Research Institute, the Public Construction Commission, and many experts and scholars. I have discussed this project 17 times when I was Premier. The design is based on the concept of a children's city emerging in the forest. In this model, dense woods surround the architectural design base. Each floor has a different theme. Because there are large forests on both sides of the building. The first floor is semi-outdoor, connecting the woods on the north and south sides. The first floor is open to citizens and children 24 hours a day. Each floor has a different city. Every city is a castle. In addition to games, it also hopes to educate children on various social issues. There will be various workshops. Construction will begin at the end of 2025. It will take another five years to complete, a total of seven years. The National Children's Future Museum will focus on three main topics, themed adventure, learning and exploration, and leisure and play. It hopes to provide a venue for children to explore culture, art and technology. The project base covers an area of approximately 3.3 hectares and will be located on Hansen East Road in Banqiao District. Organizers hope that it will become a new cultural landmark. 
FTV reporter Stephanie Yang and Yang Tai in Taipei. A proposed bill on Taiwan's minimum wage has cleared its third reading at the Legislative Yuan. The bill stipulates that the minimum wage be adjusted in line with the Consumer Price Index. The bill has been criticized by labor groups who say it fails to clearly set a minimum threshold for basic wage increases. They say that as such, any wage hikes could be rendered null due to inflation. Let's hear from some labor representatives. What we want more is to make sure that wages are always higher than the previous year. We also want a higher pension contribution rate from the current 6% to 12%. It's the same old wine in a new bottle. There should be clear mechanisms with concrete values and data points to decide how much the minimum wage should be adjusted by. Starting next year, companies will face legal punishments for paying wages below the established minimums of 27,470 NT per month or 183 NT per hour. The bill also establishes that the Wage Review Committee will convene in the third quarter of every year with 21 representatives from labor groups, employers, associations, government institutions and academia. In addition, companies that set wages below the minimum wage during negotiations with workers will face fines of up to 1.5 million NT, and the names of violators will be made public. The China Medical University and its healthcare system recently showcased some of its latest innovation and tech at this year's Healthcare Expo Taiwan. The health institution has focused its efforts on fields such as smart healthcare, precision healthcare, and public health. Many of the technologies on display harness some of the latest tech trends, such as artificial intelligence, resulting in these advancements garnering much attention from all over the world. The 2023 Healthcare Expo Taiwan recently took over Taipei. At the event, China Medical University and its healthcare system showcased its latest innovations. Previously, doctors and nurses had to spend countless minutes organizing medical records. Now, thanks to generative AI and voice-recorded consulting, a medical report can be generated in a few seconds with just the press of a button. It can be used in such ways as doctor's consults, lab reports, and operating room records. What makes it very impressive is that it can process several languages mixed together, like Mandarin and English, and even Hakka and Taiwanese, and still maintain an accuracy rate of 94%. With it, a handover that would otherwise take one hour now takes just 15 minutes, so it can save time by 75%. Every year in Taiwan, about 160,000 people are diagnosed with sepsis, which has a high mortality rate of 40%. An AI-powered technology can help increase a patient's survival rate by 20%. Drawing blood to test for blood cultures usually takes about 72 hours, but with the AI system, we can detect any antibiotic-resistant bacteria within just one hour. That's a significant difference that can reduce the mortality rate by at least 20%. China Medical University and its healthcare system has won numerous international medical awards for its innovations in five fields, including AI smart healthcare, renewable healthcare, and precision healthcare. The university and its hospital hopes to set a new milestone for Taiwan's medical technology. 
The hospital is a world leader for innovative R&D, with technology transfer systems that allow biotech startups to produce market-ready products. Some of the breakthroughs that have attracted significant attention include the development of a new mRNA CAR-T immunotherapy by Eversupreme Biotechnology. There's also the hospital's mRNA electroporation technology, which was approved by the US FDA in September. The medical center hopes to launch human clinical trials for the technology, a move that could revolutionize the treatment of difficult-to-treat cancers such as lung cancer, breast cancer, and colorectal cancer, and in the process, save lives. Team Taiwan has swept to glory at the 2023 World Skills Asia competition, winning 25 medals and clinching the overall number one spot. It is Taiwan's best ever showing at the continental event. Next year, the team will head to France for the global competition. A prize ceremony held by Minister of Labor Xu Mingchun trumpeted the team as more than 4 million NT worth of prize money was dished out. At the 2023 World Skills Asia competition, Team Taiwan swept the board with 25 medals, bringing home the overall trophy. This prize ceremony was held by Taiwan's Ministry of Labor to celebrate the champions. This year, we have won truly exceptional results in the World Skills Asia competition. Altogether, we won 12 golds, 6 silvers, 4 bronzes, and 3 commendations. 93% of our contestants won prizes. I want to represent the whole team as I thank Mr. Achun, who not only personally led the administrative team, but accompanied and watched over us throughout the process. We are deeply moved and touched. The team of 31 competitors flew to Abu Dhabi last month for the contest, which gathered over 140 people from 24 countries to compete in 29 professional categories. The team had trained for just two months, but they all pulled together to produce record results for Taiwan. Next is the Lyon competition in France next year. That's the World Skills competition which draws almost 100 countries from all over the world. We hope our competitors will maintain a spirit of equanimity, neither dizzied by success nor discouraged by failure, maintain their absolute concentration and confidence, and prepare well. The Ministry of Labor also awarded prizes of 4.67 million NT, urging competitors to maintain their discipline and keep shining, bringing visibility to Taiwan's strength. The Orange Devils are back in Taiwan. This time, they came to celebrate the 120th anniversary of Taipei First Girls High School. Everyone from young fans to alumni of yesterday witnessed a back-to-back -back show, with the marching band of Taiwan's most famous girls' school also putting on dazzling display of musical entertainment. <laughs> These young musicians are playing instruments as they march around, smoothly transitioning into different formations. But one thing remains constant, the bright smiles on their faces. Boasting the nickname of the Orange Devils, the Kyoto Tachibana Senior High School Band accepted an invitation to perform at the school anniversary of Taipei First Girls High School. Fans shared their excitement about seeing the Japanese band live. I feel it's really wonderful to be able to see them perform in Taiwan. The Orange Devils were invited to perform on National Day last year in October, and this time around they returned to Taiwan to perform during Taipei First Girls High School's 120th anniversary. The Japanese band delivered a music-laden happy birthday message to Taiwan's most famous girls' school. But the Taipei High School's own marching band, Honor Guard and Color Guard didn't just sit back idly to watch the show. 
showing off difficult tricks that involved rifles being spun around and tossed between different sets of hands, band members of Taipei First Girls High School didn't shy away from a bit of friendly competition with the musicians from Japan. In addition to the talented young Taiwanese students of today, alumni from yesteryear put on their old uniforms to soak in the atmosphere at their alma mater's anniversary. Every year on December 12th, they come back here for the school anniversary. The feeling is something like, wow, I'm so proud to be from Taipei First Girls High School, to have been part of its band. The principal of Taipei First Girls High School explained that the band is the best in Taiwan, and the same goes for the Kyoto Tachibana Senior High School band in Japan. So, he said, it's only natural to have these two schools get to meet one another, offering audiences two performances that redefine the possibilities of what high school marching bands can do. 2023 is coming to an end, and many cities and counties in Taiwan are readying their New York's fireworks display. Over in the capital, Taipei 101 has announced it will put on a show lasting 300 seconds. All in all, 16,000 rockets will, just like last year, be launched from the skyscraper into the night sky. The pyrotechnics extravaganza will, for the first time, feature something new, multicolored fireworks from Japan. Let's hear from the organizer. The title of this upcoming New Year's fireworks display is Colorful World. The fireworks show is actually not part of the commercial operations at Taipei 101. It's held via fundraising, making it the tallest charity event in the world. Ida Theme Park in Kaohsiung will put on a massive 999-second firework display. Meanwhile, the city's Dream Mall will be organizing a 240-second pyrotechnic display at the waterfront in the Asia New Bay area. Yunling is not falling far behind with a night display at the Jianghusan Fancy World Theme Park that will also incorporate 400 light-up drones.